Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Top Washington Commanders podcast, and this is your co-host Tay, brought to you by Fansided. And Todd, we're about a week, almost a weekend from the tampering period of last week, and we have Carson Wentz as our starting quarterback. We have some dismissal of some free agents, some we we didn't want to see. We had a surprising cut in Landon Collins. And Todd, how are you feeling about this offseason so far? I know we talked. We had the initial reaction about Carson Wentz. Yeah, um, it was a kind of gloomy one. Some hit or miss. Some yay. Some nay. But going a week into free agency, um, how are you feeling? How, what's going on? Is, is are, are you excited? Are you pumped up? Are you saying? Are you content? Are you yeah. satisfied? Are you? What, what would be a word to sum up the first week of free agency and heading to the offseason right now? That's a good question. Actually, the word's coming to me pretty easily, and the word is confused. Mm. So, and let me explain, right? So, I, you know, I am not one of those people who wants the commanders to go into free agency and to start spending, you know, truckloads of money. We saw what the Jaguars did, and we've seen actual data that suggests that the more you spend in free agency, if anything, guarantees the less success you'll have. So, I didn't want them to go crazy in free agency. That wasn't what I hoped for. And I expected them to kind of go, you know, uh, bargain, bin shopping, maybe one, maybe two bigger name guys or, 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 you know, bigger contracts. And when I say big, I really don't mean big, but just bigger. But Tate, they have signed one player <laughs> who is a guard, who is a good player to replace, I, don't, I guess, I don't know if it's to replace Sheriff or Flowers, but, but not even to add to your team just to replace what you lost one player one player tape and sure we don't know if they're done if you ask someone like jp finley he said that that they're done effectively uh, i am surprised not at the amount of money they haven't spent but at the amount of players they haven't added considering the depth that they've lost and the depth that they've needed to add so, like, let me just, like, I'm surprised that Brandon Sheriff, I'm not surprised Brandon Sheriff left, but Brandon Sheriff left, you had to release DeShazer Everett, you cut Landon Collins, you cut Eric Flowers, which, which was surprising, you cut Matt Ioannidis, which was surprising, you didn't re-sign Tim Settle, who was very cheap, uh, you, Ricky Seals-Jones walked, 
and all you've added is Andrew Norwell. I'm surprised that they haven't signed some cheap linebacker. I'm surprised that they haven't signed a, a, a cheap swing tackle. And again, there's still time, so obviously, because mm-hmm. uh, Cornelius Lucas is a free agent and he was your mm-hmm. swing tackle. I'm surprised that they haven't. We haven't heard any talk about tight end, considering Logan Thomas is coming off of ACL. Ricky Seals Jones left. Samus Reyes, you know, shouldn't have really any expectations from him. And John Bates showed something, but he's still just going into his second year. I'm surprised. And then adding to that the fact that they have only five draft picks, which sure they could trade back and add more. But I, uh, I am, I am a little confused. And the the, the offseason's not over. But the question is, why wait to to sign these cheap contracts? So that kind of makes you think that they are content. And so I'm confused, Tay. I'm shooting the question right back to you. I'm, I'm going to say uh, behoove, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you might have I'm to a... explain to people what that means. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not use that one. I, I'm just going to say uh, just – I'm going to say confused, but I would say um, I kind of get it. So I'll use a phrase as opposed to one single word. I get it. Okay. And I'm, and I'm going to say that for this instance, I think Carson Wentz trade changed everything Okay. in a sense of the cap hit. Right. Obviously. Right. So, we had a, so we had a surprise release of Matt Ioannidis, which yeah. I thought personally should have got cut. But after we didn't resign Tim Settle, I figured that we would have kept one or two. Right, right, right. One or the right. other, because that was your depth. So I think what happened was they, maybe they cut, Ionitis, they should have signed first Tim Settle and then cut Ionitis, but right. I think they did flip flop and they end up losing both um, right. in that situation. And then you had Eric Flowers released. Yeah, which so, I get, it was a ten ten million dollar cap. It is high. I get that. Right, right, right. So I think what they're doing going into free agency, why they haven't signed many players, is I want to say they want those comp picks for next year. I know they want that third back from Sheriff, yeah, knowing yeah. that we're going to lose, uh, we're going to lose a third or second next year because of the winch yeah, tree. Right. Uh, so, I, so I figure they want that back so they so they can equal that out. Right. Um, and obviously we'll get one for settle, maybe a sixth or seventh round comp pick. Um, maybe that the Andrew Norwell might might cancel that yeah, out. That might cancel it out. Yeah. And they're not vote. getting the seventh from a kissick anymore, of course. Yeah. Maybe Ricky Seals might get a seven barely. I'm not sure. Um so I think Ron's keeping in line with that. And then also I think he's going for the the retread. I know he think he believes that cuts will be made. Uh you think mm. of Star Lutuli Lutelli. Latulale, whatever his name is. Star L. <laughs> uh, he's been cut. Bobby Wagner, he's he's cut. He's still out there. Um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm thinking he's going to look for some cap casualties, and then also the the third thing I think is he wants one thing I admire about Ron is they do develop these guys for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at past years where they could have signed uh, the safety Trey Boston, I believe. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. And, yeah. And instead they went with Jeremy Reeves. Same, and same Jeremy with Reeves. Justin Reed. Or was it Justin yeah, Reed? yeah, same with Justin Reed. Yeah. Was it, is that or, Eric Reed. Eric Reed. Eric Reed. Eric Reed. Yes. Same with Eric Reed. And he could have signed him, but instead they went with Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Reeves, and Jeremy Reeves performed and they ended up making that playoff push. So I want to say this year they're going to look into building their own, knowing that they already have that 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 rock, um, that 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 status. That continuity, I think of uh, Ramblin' with Rio. I saw the the 
the him with Cam Curl. And what stood out to me was the offseason, who he was working with. He said uh, Derek Forrest. I think mm-hmm. Derek Forrest will be one of those guys who yeah. steps up given yeah. the time and the system. And I think Samus Reyes, maybe maybe they feel, feel that Reyes is ready. Maybe they feel that John Bates is ready to take that next step. Um, I don't know, but I know these guys, they, they, they like promoting their own guys before yeah. they take a take a hit for someone in, in free agency, unless it's an immediately immediate need. And I think Ron is still burnt from last year. Uh, and, and that's going to like make him reserve. He's like, look, I got out of character last year. I spent more money than what oh, I should have <laughs> right. Definitely not spending nothing, you know, we're going to stick to it. I guess so. And I mean, I, I don't know if I agree with it, if I'll be honest, you know, yeah. because part of the reason why is because if I look at this team and, and again, the off season is not over. They added, they upgraded at quarterback. Yes. They probably went from somewhere between 28, 32 in terms of quarterback play to what I hope what should be somewhere between 14 and 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is an upgrade, but you know, how many wins does that account for? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it, it accounts for some, but how many, but they, their big thing was depth was how deep the team was, how deep the roster was. And I agreed with them that, I mean, going from, you know, they didn't really have injuries in the D lines, but I mean, at the defensive mm-hmm. tackle spots, but going from Jonathan Allen, Dron Payne to Matt, I nice Tim settle. Wasn't a big drop off, you know, right. going from Brandon Sheriff, Eric flowers to West. Schweitzer, it wasn't a big drop. You didn't feel too bad about it. And we saw that throughout the season, right? Now this year, and we'll see what they do, but right now, as of right now, they're going from from John Allen drop paint to a couple guys who have never taken a snap in the NFL. And they're going from, uh, uh, you know, uh, Andrew Norwell or Wes Schweitzer to Sadiq Charles or, or maybe mm-hmm. Keith Ishmael. And so mm-hmm. now I feel like more than your starters took a hit, I feel like your depth took a hit. I think you made a good point where you talk about like a Derek Forrest and maybe a uh, Kalik Hudson, where mm-hmm. maybe they feel like they can fit into that role that they released Landon Collins. And, you know, I think that there is a balance between what they're doing where you say we have some guys, we took them in later rounds, we want to give them a chance, I'm all for that. But then also saying, but we need some, you know, insurance plans or we need some type of contingency in case it doesn't work out. But right now, if you don't make those additions and you roll with what you got and it doesn't work out, people are going to say, well, you had all offseason to add some people. You didn't have to pay a lot. You just add mm-hmm. some players at some positions of need where you needed some depth and you didn't. And then if they don't win and there was and those positions were weaknesses against specifically middle linebacker or or a backup defensive tackle or offensive guard, people are going to point right to that and say, well, why didn't you sign anybody? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's kind of why I don't agree with it. See, my thing with that is. I think you can find that depth for the product. It's not like Ioannidis had 10 sacks or yeah. Tim Settle had 10 sacks, 10 sacks. They're taking up money. And like I said, Tim Settle's deal was very manageable. We, yeah. we definitely yeah. could have, I think we should have met that. Now Ioannidis for 8 million for what he was getting paid yeah. um, for, for how he played. He didn't, I don't think you could pay him at that price. No, I, think I agree with that. A James Smith Williams or Daniel Wise, who I think did very good in the, in the second half of the uh, season um, I think you could find that for produ- I think you could find four I mean four sacks five sack production from a guy that's not getting paid eight million dollars that's I agree so that's that. why I'm not that's why I'm not blown and as far as the O-line I mean they they've they've replaced and I, yeah they they, they, the they deserve the benefit of the doubt on the offensive <laughs> right, line I'll give right. you that I agree also with the with the Ionitis and what he you know had almost a seven million dollar cap hit yeah. um, and and really didn't have a great year last year and then came off an injury the year before I, for me, and it's like, you know, 
maybe this won't end up mattering that much. But why didn't you just pay Tim Settle two years? Not yeah, years? that's yeah, that's he was that's 24 what, years old. He was homegrown. And also, he didn't get a lot of snaps last year, but he had shown prior to that in the year before that when given the opportunity, he could be, you know, an asset, you know, um, but to I, I don't know why you offered him one year three million, which is apparently yeah. what they offered him. Didn't offer him two years nine, two years ten. I mean, really neg- negligible amounts. And right. then release Ionitis and then add somebody else. It's to say, even if you do add Star Latulale, well, he's mm-hmm. like 32, you yeah. know, versus a Tim Settle who's 24. So I, those are the sort of things I'm, I'm questioning. Uh, I mean, now I'll, I'll say this really nothing that they've done or haven't done has has affected ultimately what I think their potential is this year. The moment yeah. they, they, we knew what they were doing a quarterback, you know, I settled in at, at what I expect this year. And really there's nothing else they could do now in free agency or in the draft that will affect that. Cause I think quarterback is the biggest one. And, but I'm just, it's, it's kind of curious some of the decisions and how they're getting to them. Yeah. I, yeah. I just think like, like, yeah, you were paying 28 million for two guards and now you're paying like seven. So that's great. I'll mm-hmm. give them credit for that. I need to see what they're going to do behind Payne and Allen and behind Sweat and Young, too. Yeah, see, that, that's the thing. Well, I think James Smith-Williams, and I think they I think they like what Shaka Tony brings uh, as far that's as that. I, I would just – and I, I think that's okay, but, like, you look at these teams that are, that are contending, and they have a better rotation than that. They have yeah, two guys, and then they have a third guy. And then they have third guys, like – that's because they're an attractive destination. I think where Ron has to get is we have mm. to get to that point of respectability. So you're going to have to have hope guys like a William Bradley King who you developed last year mm-hmm. or, or Shaka Tony who, who played well. Yeah. Uh, I know he played well against the Seahawks. Um, right. And then James Smith Williams, who's pretty interchangeable, but yeah. they're going to have to figure that out. Um, I think depth is a problem now amongst the, the, the defensive line, um, but I'm hoping they can just find some guys with the motor. Yeah, and I mean, we still got Casey Tuhill, but I mean, I don't know what he brings. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. just you know, like, I mean, he did. They the thing is, they did well without. The, I mean, they did. They well, they did better you know, without Chase Young. They did Montes, better without Chase and, and Sweat. I don't want to for put the most blame part. on them, but but yeah, there wasn't a huge drop off. But if you just find guys who can fit your gap and do what yeah. they're supposed to do and not make plays out of the scheme, which yeah. it seemed like they did during that four game stretch, that four game right. win streak, then that so that that's what they they may be thinking. Or they feel like they can find what they need in the draft. I know what linebacker uh, reports are saying that they like the linebacking class a lot. Um, yeah. So and my thing is, okay, so that's fine if you like the linebacker. I mean, so I'll be honest, personally, and you, you haven't heard me say it on this show. If you watch, again, Rio's show, you've heard me say I really – I don't care less about the defense. I personally yeah. – and maybe this isn't practical. I I don't want to see them take a linebacker in the first two rounds, no, even no, though no. I know it's a need. I, I would have preferred they address that in free agency. Right, right. Um, but maybe they do take a linebacker in the second round. That's fine. And, and a young linebacker, yeah, he can come in and succeed. But we're talking mm-hmm. about Mike Lombe- linebacker. We're not talking about Will, you know, where, where you can just let your athleticism go. We're talking about the mental part. Do you mm-hmm. really want a rookie starting at Mike? Like, do you want to rely on that? If it comes to that, if injuries lead to that, you want to have a guy ready, a rookie ready. But do you want to say our plan going to this offseason and then going into the season is for a not even a first round, not even an early first round, a second round rookie linebacker to start at Mike for us? I don't think that's a good plan. I think you bring in a guy like an A.J. Johnson maybe 
who has done it, had some injuries, and say, okay, well, we're going to get him, and we're going to add a young guy and see which one's better. But to just say we, we're going to bring in a rookie, so we're going to have a second-year player who did nothing last year in Jamin Davis and a rookie, I don't – I just – like, I do like building through the draft 100%, and I love having young players. But what if it doesn't work out the way you want it to when you could have signed guys for, for not much? There's a middle linebacker out there who would sign in Washington, who would be yeah. cheap. Who would at yeah. least make you think, well, we've got something. Not a great right. player, but a player who knows how to play middle linebacker in the right. NFL. That's that's what we I think. Got, we got John ba- John Bostic uh, out there. So we... <laughs> there's <laughs> there's got to be better than that. The thing is, there's going to be people that are going to get cut coming up soon. So I, I know that's what... There's people out there now. <laughs> yeah, but with Wagner... I mean, I mean, I don't think Wagner would sign here. No, I'm not. I would I'm not hope talking about Wagner. That's what that's what I want. I, I would but love I feel like if you can't immediately upgrade and you're going to get the same production from a rookie that you would get like Bostic, there's no point in signing Bostic. Yeah, I agree. There's no point in signing Bostic. There's somebody so you out get there. The same prediction with with upside with someone with upside, like you said, the unknown, the unknown. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you're using my words against me. <laughs> I feel that way about quarterback, <laughs> a linebacker. We, we got to find somebody. He may not be great in coverage. He may be a middle average linebacker. Yeah. yeah. But he is at least a player you know can play it in the NFL. What if we draft Chad Muma in the second? And he looks great in college. He comes out. He does. He can't grasp it. He, he's thinking just like Jamin Davis was. And, and he just you just throwing him in the fire, essentially. Why not just sign someone for a, for a very cheap deal? And again, maybe they will. So, hmm. again, all of this might not matter. Yeah. But if you're going to, why hasn't it happened also? Because what would be the holdup? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Bobby Wagner is taking his time to decide where he wants to go. and He's going to be very expensive. So that's different. But all these other guys, they're, they're, they're not Bobby Wagner. You know, mm-hmm. they will sign with Washington. Mm-hmm. So, so how much would you pay for Wagner? I would, personally. I mean, personally, I, 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 I'm not exactly sure, I guess, what the going rate is for middle right. linebacker. I'm. I would pay him probably somewhere in the 13 to 16 a year range because I think that's that's not at the top. I don't think that's at the Darius Leonard, Fred Warner level. Mm-hmm. I think it's, but it, I think it's slightly below that because he's older. But I also wouldn't sign him to a long deal. I'd sign him two years. Two years. Two yeah. years. I don't know, 28 million. I think I'd have to look at the contracts, but something like that, or maybe three years. But you could cut him after two, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, and I and I try not to get too stuck on you know on paper. But I think there are strategic moves that fit, that make sense for your team. And again, I don't think Bobby Wagner would sign her. But hypothetically, if he would, that would make more sense for this team than really anything else they could have done in free agency. Versus, you know, a wide receiver. Like, sure, I'd love Allen Robinson. But that wouldn't really make sense because you got to pay Terry McLaurin. You can't pay, you know, you don't want to have so much tied up a gap. Drafting a wide receiver makes sense because you also cannot draft another linebacker in the first round. No, you, can't you can't draft back-to-back linebackers in the first round, especially with an earlier pick. You can't. So I don't know, man. I, uh, you know, I just think, I just feel like Rivera is really like, he's like putting his reputation at stake largely because, mm-hmm. because, you know, you have people who will question the Wentz trade. And then on top of that, like, if you signed a bunch of people, people would question that. And if you sign nobody, like, they're not really playing the middle ground. You right. know what I mean? They're not really, like, flying under the radar by going through the middle. They're on an ex- they're on one extreme. And mm-hmm. they're on the extreme. If they had signed a bunch of people and then it didn't work out, they'd get killed for that. If you sign mm-hmm. nobody and it doesn't work out, I, I don't know. But 
I also think that there is a mindset of kind of turning over this roster still. Getting rid of a guy yeah. like Atlantic Collins, he didn't sign him. A guy like Ionitis, he didn't bring him in. You know, yeah, like there are they they're keeping the guys. You know, the Cam Sims, like they resigned him. Um, JD McKissick, who they brought, but I think that they're still Tim trying to Settle. turn this roster over. Tim Settle too. He yeah, wasn't. Tim Settle. That's right, another guy. But I, but again, to me, sheriff doing that just to do that doesn't make sense doing it for players where it makes sense makes sense so not paying sheriff makes sense he, he didn't want to be here either so i right. get that guy right. but a guy like settle is he came to tim settle before long before free agency and said here here's two years nine million i mm-hmm. think he's taking that deal oh for sure right why wouldn't sure. he want to be here you know especially right. you know i just and then if if getting carson wentz change your plan so significantly i don't know i don't know if i like that i, I did you have a did you have a plan like, did they have a plan for if we do this and then a plan for if not? Or was it like, this is our plan? Oh, we're getting him. Oh, that's okay. It's cap. It's 20 million. Okay, man. All right. Well, now we're going to have to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Did you have a plan already in place for if that happened or not? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Tay. I don't know. But I, yeah, I you know. It's, yeah. it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting for sure. Um, but But one thing I am interested in is the fact that we have our own guys and um let's see what they can do i mean i mean like like i'm really excited for hudson has to step up this year he has to step up yeah like i'm all for giving guys who you drafted even later opportunities Mm -hmm. you know because sometimes Mm -hmm. that's all it takes so i agree he has to step you look at the rams the rams are hitting on all their fourth and fifth round you know right right and you look at the hawks and the legion of boom and all that right yeah they're hitting on right right so i'm 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 cool with that and they could end up looking really smart if, if things like that work out, you know. But it is a curious strategy. Mm-hmm. It is an interesting strategy, mm-hmm. Tay. Because you don't even have a Logan Thomas and a J.D. McKissick this year. Yeah, see, you don't have yeah. a, a Curtis uh, Samuel and a William Jackson this year. You really you have nothing this year. Yeah. And that's just – it's like – okay, here's yeah. my question for you then. Like, they, they, they upgraded to Carson Wentz, yes. But do you feel like this team is – it's much closer to a Super Bowl now than it was at the end of the season or before last season. That's kind of how I'm thinking in, in terms of. I think it depends on if Wentz can can get to a level what they think they can get him to or what they believe they can get him to. I would say their playoff, I would say 10-win team at max. I mean, they I have to be. What What I need to see this year is they're comfortably in the playoffs. Like, I don't want to see we have to win the last two games. No, they need to be 10 and they need to be about nine and five uh, heading into, yeah, heading to week 15. They need, that's what I want to see this year. I don't want to see all we got. We always had on a a 10 game win streak or six. No, I want to see them comfortably in the playoffs throughout the whole year. That's that's what I want to see this year. That's fair. And I don't care if they lose in the first round, but I want to see that they're comfortably in the playoffs. (laughs) Like, like we're just, we're not out of the playoff race at all. That's what I'm expecting this year. And I think next year, depending on what they add with with 11, that's why pick number 11 is huge. Huge, I'm sure we'll discuss our new, our new route as far as going to in the draft. You know, we used to be quarterback, but now we're taking a different route. But that's why number eleven is huge this year. You have to get a key piece. You do. We missed on, we, we we missed our, our first round pick last year didn't hit didn't didn't help us that much. No. The first round pick before that he 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 helped us. 
But I mean, he only had about eight and a half sacks. But he was a game changer, Chase Young. He didn't help us last so, year at all. He didn't help us last year, so we need production, immediate production. And my thing is, where can you get immediate production? Yeah. At the first pick this yeah. year, and yeah. I believe yeah. the most where you can tell you got immediate production for your first round pick is wide receiver. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I'm with you. I mean, we might as well just transition that conversation. Yeah, we might as well. But but, but what I'm saying is, they need to be. I don't think it got them to the closer to Super Bowl yet. Yeah. But I need to see comfortability comfortability going into the playoffs yeah. like nine and five yeah nine and three nine and six i need to see that throughout the season above 500 yeah yeah all yeah. throughout the season right i think that's fair like there are certain things they can't do in free agency that teams like the bills like the chiefs like right. you know the rams where they're just super aggressive like the rams adding Allen robinson is ridiculous but they right. can do that because right. like you're already built so you could just do whatever you want. And I understand right. that Washington is not built, so they can't just move that way. I get that. Uh, it is critical, like you said, that they they get a day one contributor oh, yeah. in this draft, sure. like you said. For sure. Because look at the Bengals. I mean, just mm -hmm. as one example, but there's plenty. But their top two picks from their Jefferson. last two drafts were their two best players. Mm -hmm. And then you look at Washington, and they got nothing nothing from their last two first round picks. They got nothing from their 2019 first round pick. They got next to nothing from their 2019 first round pick this past year in Montez Sweat. Mm -hmm. So you then you have to go back to 17 and 18 with John Allen and Deron Payne, who you did actually yeah. get something right. from. But they were mm -hmm. talking about 19, 20, 21. Talking about four first round picks that you got almost really nothing from last season. Mm -hmm. So this year, on top of the fact that you need something, on top of the fact that it's a position where you you can see a lot of immediate success yep. Yep. uh i think that the value will be there at 11 and if it, it there's a way to so we're both on board with with going wider and a best player available depending on how the board falls but realistically the board is going to fall where one of the best players on the board will be a wide receiver yep i think kyle hamilton will be gone they don't, you know, edge rusher would not be a position you take that high. Tackle would not be a position you take that high. Do not take a guard at 11, okay? Right? So there's no tight ends there. There's no running backs there, and you're not taking a quarterback. So we're talking wide receiver, cornerback. But when you look at cornerback, you, you took a guy in St. Juiced last yep. year who's an outside corner. You have mm -hmm. a guy in Kendall Fuller last year who struggled at nickel, played better mm -hmm. outside corner. You have a guy in William Jackson who is an outside corner. Who's the nickel back at 11 that you're taking? There is none. You're not taking a nickel cornerback at 11. So yeah. it doesn't make sense to me at that when you say, oh, we'll take the best player. Derek Stingley's available. Okay, but then where does he play? He, then you're, yeah. I, I just think, I just think you go wide receiver. Yeah, I, I, sure. I mean, I just think that, that that's, you know, that you prepare for that because on top of the fact that I think the value will make sense there, Tay, mm -hmm. just look at the league and where it's going. I mean, where it's, where it is, not even, mm -hmm. where it's, where it is and where it's continuing to go. It's an offensive firepower and opportunistic defense. That is the league, okay? The Chiefs defense started off terribly last year, as bad or worse than Washington's, and then they turned it around similarly to how Washington's did halfway through the season. But the difference between the Chiefs and Washington, the Chiefs have all them offensive weapons, you right. know, that can start making plays while their defense right. suddenly becomes not great but just middle. Washington's defense became average, but then their, their, their offense was bad. Right. Give me a give me a stacked offense. Give Carson Wentz a stacked group of weapons, the best mm -hmm. he's ever had. Mm -hmm. And and so I, I just think that would make sense there. The only thing I'd be okay with Tate is at eleven. It's possible that no wide receivers go in the top ten. I yeah, won't say it's likely, possible. but it's definitely possible. And 
you know, I'm sure they'll have their guys who they like. We have our guys who we like, Tay, uh, and maybe we won't go super in-depth with that now. But, you know, I think that the door would also be open for you to say, hey, we like this guy at 11, but we also like this guy if we trade back and get a second and getting him plus an extra pick too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and taking that trade back somewhere into the later teens and then getting a guy you still like and mm-hmm. adding a second round pick. I think that one of those two, but you got to get a, you got to get a player who can help you immediately. And I think that that position would be at wide receiver. People talk about De'Ami Brown third round pick last year and all that, but I just don't like going into the season with expectations for players who contributed nothing last year to suddenly become major contributors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Tay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, like you said, I think 11, you got to go receiver or the option to trade down. I think we're in a pretty good spot with them handling the quarterback position where they can trade back. Right. And then in the second round, I mean, tight end, you know, do you go tight end yeah, second round, a, mo- go, a move tight end, a chess piece? Tight end. Do you go, you know, maybe, maybe that's where they would go with the linebacker. Like personally, yeah. I would prefer an offensive yeah. player, but you know, if the value, you know, whatever, who's best player available, look, people, People may not agree with me. I think you, if Kenneth Walker, if the best running back in the class, if no running backs have gone by 47 and you have a chance to take the best player at his position mm-hmm. in the draft at 47, I would mm-hmm. love a guy like Kenneth Walker. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And and like like you said, I think I think you put Carson Wentz in the best situation to succeed. Yeah, yeah. This is already, some people say, the best supporting cast he's had. And I think at 11, you have to get immediate impact. Yeah. And a couple guys I know that 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 come to mind is Garrett Wilson, yeah, Chris Olave, yeah. Traylon Burks. Right. Um, but I'm I'm really I really like those Ohio State guys, man. I think yeah. they can change the game with with Wentz, um, escapability. Um, yeah, yeah. See a lot of I want yeah, off script plays. I want yeah. a guy that can get loose like a four right. three. Both of those guys have it, and they yeah. can like. I, mean, I think Wilson would be the perfect fit here. Yeah. Um, he can line up in the backfield with Samuel, dual right. wings. Right. I mean, you could so much more with him. You do a lot with him, and and the ability to to create space for yourself, right, is so critical because those are you know guys can scheme wide receivers open all day. Like Kyle Shanahan can scheme a guy open. Look, Scott Turner can scheme guys open all day, yeah. right? And so oh, that's man. part of the game, but on third and four or no fourth and four you know in a critical game at the end of the game and it's just man across the board and you know you can't really scheme anybody open you just need your guy to win Mm -hmm. give me the guy who will win right give me that guy and when i look at those ohio state guys those are the guys who who will win there's other guys too but but just starting with them yeah i just i i think it would be tough to it would be tough, I think, for them to make a wrong decision there, but they just need to make sure that they get the best player at that position when mm. they pick. I, I, and then, I, and then to your Dayami comment, I agree with you 100%. You cannot bank on him. Right. However, yeah. he could be the cherry on top. He could if exactly. He develop, exactly. Oh my goodness. Exactly. That could be fantastic because, to Dayami's credit. Uh, you know, he didn't really get a fair shot at what was supposed to be his game last year. Right. And now you've got a quarterback where you will get those deep yeah. shots. And so, look, maybe De'Ami Brown is more of a situational deep threat. Maybe he's right. a 30-catch-a-year guy. Maybe he's a backup Z, something like that. Okay, mm-hmm. that's still, you know, that's still something. Mm-hmm. So I like that. But, I, you know, what I want is two ones. You draft right. a guy, people say get a wide receiver two. You don't draft a wide receiver two in the first. You draft another one. Mm-hmm. Terry mm-hmm. McLaurin's the one. 
great. Mm-hmm. Give me two ones mm-hmm. and Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. right? And and hopefully a De'Ami Brown who can mm-hmm. develop into something. Yeah. And I love Cam Sims still on the roster there yeah. because he has shown that he has some value on the roster. That's what I want. And De'Ami can be your, your jump ball guys. Everybody's like, oh, we want that. And I was a part yeah. of this crowd. Oh, I need the 6'5", Drake London. Right, I right, need right, the- right. But De'Ami, he was very good at contested catches. Yeah, he was. He was. He's about 6'2". Yeah. Now, Michael Pittman's about 6'4", but I think, I mean, Wentz is going to give him opportunities right. to well, go Carson up and get Wentz the ball. Will give guys chances. So you don't necessarily need a 6'5 guy out there to yeah. go get it. Give me a guy who can, like you said, Todd, who can, on third and four, man to man across the board, I need a guy who can make a slant, yeah. boom, get in and out of his breaks, right. get open, and take it to the house for 50-something right. 50, 50 yards, exactly. you know? And to me, those two guys, those three guys is, and I, and we'll do a breakdown later on, uh, of, a, of a mock draft or something like that, but it'll be Garrett Wilson, Curse Olave, and, and Traylon Burks yeah. as those three guys. I don't, I don't want to Drake London. And yes, it's cool with the jump balls, but I need we need guys who can separate and speed. We need yeah. speed. speed. Yeah. yeah, yards after the catch, explosive plays was oh, critical last year. It was, it was just a huge element of the game that was missing. So I that's what I want. I want, you know, because I don't like, and I don't want to protect Carson Wentz. And like, I don't want him to be a game manager. I don't want him yeah. to just hand the ball off. No, protect him by just giving him the best offensive line and the best mm-hmm. weapons you can give him. And then um, let him go out there and throw the ball. He yeah. has some ugly picks. Yeah, but he threw seven all year. Obviously, yeah. there's some that were dropped. Every quarterback yeah. has some that were dropped. But he's got some fantastic throws. Uh, so basically, I think... Like Carson Wentz has the potential to be a playmaker, but that really only works if you're playing with other playmakers. Like it's exactly. maximized if you're playing with a playmaker, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, 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 Russell Wilson and all those plays aren't happening to, you know, like, I don't know, some random guy. But right. a Tyler Lockett or a DK Metcalf, okay, there we go. Well, give me that. Yeah. And create an explosive offense. And also they want a vertical downfield offense. They want to have like th- that part of the game. Fantastic. Okay. Invest in the offense because they really haven't done it that much, not significantly, right? Not with early draft picks and not by the the most money they spent was on Curtis Samuel. So you think of when's the last time we had a bomb? I mean, besides that week one against Philly in 2019, um, in 2019, but that wasn't really a bomb. I mean, that was like, that was 70, that was 70, like 70. So that was but but Wentz puts those things like right at the yeah. two yard line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carson Wentz can put that. I mean, they already in the yeah, end zone. Yeah. I want something like that. Like, yeah, and like so, you watch, um, you watch week seventeen, and, and some you know Carson Wentz, you know, cooled down some, and they kind of took the ball out of his hands. But I don't know. They, they, I just they, I think the Colts kind of didn't really do that right. They didn't find mm-hmm. a good balance. But in that week seventeen game against the Jaguars, where he did have his struggles, he also made some throws that his receivers did not help him and catch. Yeah, he made yeah. some throws that you know where Paris Campbell didn't come down with it, or where T.Y. Hilton, who's now in his thirties, is not making that play, or Michael Pittman, who was solid, who had some mental lapses, wasn't making the catch. Okay, well let's give him those playmakers who will do that. Yeah. And a guy like Gary Wilson, who kind of and you've seen comparisons, but also watching him kind of sometimes the way he moves gives me Odell Beckham vibes. Oh, man. Give him a guy who will who will, who will you know, a quarterback who will give a guy chances and then a guy who will capitalize on those chances. That's just the most perfect duo. Mm-hmm. And I think Terry McLaurin, like, is that guy. We saw him on contested catches last year. Uh, but get another one. Like, just get another one. I, I don't think that wide receiver is a quote-unquote weakness right now, but I also wouldn't call it a strength. But if you get a guy in the first round at 11 uh, who who becomes a stud, it becomes a real strength for you. 
And, I mean, we always wonder why the Cowboys offense is so good and stuff. Okay, well, yeah, Dak is good. But it helps when you're playing with Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup, right, on top of a running back who can, who's, you know, good, right? So, you know, put, Car- put Dak Prescott on Washington last year or on the Colts last year, and I think he won't be a bad player. But I also think that they won't have the number one offense in the league, right? Right. So, yeah. so that's where I'm at. I'm at. I think I, if, there. You, if you get Wilson at 11, I'm sure Terry's banging. If I'm Terry, I'm banging the table. Coach, yeah. get me Wilson. Get me Olave. They are <laughs> right. good guys. Yeah. And uh, please, please, they have the best off. They have the best weapon in the yeah, NFC East, hands yeah, down. Yeah, no, they do because the Cowboys. You know, Gallup's yeah. coming off an ACL. Yeah. You know, Cooper's out. You got Devontae Smith. The Eagles probably take a receiver too with one yeah. of their three. I bet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, the Giants, like, I don't know. The, the Giants should have better weapons, but I don't know. It's not working out. But, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I think it's very possible. And then, like I said, you know, once you get into the second round, I'll tell you what I would do. And now I'm I'm a fan. I'm a spectator, right? I'm a commenter. I'll tell you what I would do is in the second round, I'd go grab a guy like Trey McBride or Isaiah Likely, a tight end. Carson Wentz can love those tight ends. Mm-hmm. A move tight end. A guy like John Bates is your blocker. Get me a guy who will kind of block, but then who will get downfield, catch the ball, and then a tight end. Who can make something happen after the catch? Oh my goodness, Give me that. I, I that's what I would be for. I would. I would. I'm all for wide receiver tight end in the second around 47. Oh, I think that's where the value is there. Especially you're not going to see them go much earlier. So I just think it's. I think it's great value at that point. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll. You know. Draft it, tur- it turned out. It turned out being a great spot for us. I, I talked to my friend. He's a Rams fan. Yeah. And he's like, man, 11 is a good spot for y'all because somebody's going to drop. Somebody's you know, gonna you drop. Get the yeah. first receiver, or you'll get yeah. you know Kyle Hamilton may drop, or whoever. Because right. you look quarterback at quarterback may drop. Mark, Michael you Parsons know. was the one who dropped last year, right? Yeah, We're picking yeah. at eleven. What he got picked at? What eleven? I think. Yeah, I think so. Right. The Cowboys traded back one spot. I think. Right. right? They were at ten, something, and they moved back. something like that. Right. So yeah. yeah, who's that player that will drop this year? That will make sense for us. And I mean, I, I look. I just know where I stand. Screw a defense. I don't care about the. Yeah. You should be able yeah. to fix the defense with what you have. I I strongly believe that. I don't think it'll be top five, but yeah. you should have a defense that can be good enough to get you in the playoffs with what you mm-hmm. have. Offensively, right. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, man, I think if they if they do go receiver at eleven, um, it's the last thing I have to say. If we do, yeah. if we do go receiver at eleven, I think this will be the on paper this will be the best offense that we've had since Deshaun Jackson, mm-hmm. Pierre Garcon, yeah. Jordan, Jordan Reed, Reed, Kirk Cousins, Jameson Kirk Cousins, Crowder, Jameson Crowder, um, yeah. Fat Who's Rob for that one year, huh? Who was the running back? Uh, I think it was Fat Rob one year. Fat Rob, Fat yeah. Rob for one year. You know his one year. Oh. Uh, it was Matt. Uh, who was it? Yeah, it was, it was Fat Rob's the only one I really remember. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that's no, what I agree. I agree. Yeah, it would be the best. It would be the best. That was the, those were great times. But I think the defense is more talented. Oh that, yeah, that defense was really bad. Didn't have a lot of talent. This defense has a lot of talent, just because. And this will be my last thing. The reason why I'm saying invest in the offense is because just look at. What Rivera and then before him, look at how much investment has been put in the defense already. Mm-hmm. 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21, all first-round picks, they went to the defense. You, you mm-hmm. paid William Jackson big money last year. You paid mm-hmm. Kendall Fuller big money the year before mm-hmm. that. You signed Bobby McCain, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that like they've invested in the defense with draft picks and with money. Offensively, they signed Logan Thomas, J.D. McKissick. They signed Curtis Samuel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They drafted Sam Cosby yeah. in the second round. Yeah. Like there is nowhere near the same level of investment. Yeah, that's I mean, gone in the and then now they've, they drafted Diami in the third, they drafted St. Juice in the third, and then now they've traded a quarterback. So I'm saying 
the, the investment has been made in the defense. Fill in where you need to fill in on the defense because the defensive line still needs to be your strength. Mm-hmm. You have cornerbacks who should be your strength because they're mm-hmm. both getting paid to play well. You mm-hmm. have a guy in Cameron Crow who should be a good player for you. You don't have that free safety that I'd love for you to have, but invest in the offense. Because if you can you know, if you can at least have in a, a 16th offense and a 16th defense, then I think that you're mm-hmm. you can be a playoff team. Last year they were in the 20s. Get right. both of them up. The defense should be able to get up to middle middle the you know, in the NFL with what they have with just better scheme, better coaching. The offense right. needs more talent. That's where I stand. Yeah. So that's how I feel about how the offseason. And, and I think Ron, I think Ron knows that. I think, like you said, man, I, I, I'm I'm excited about this year because I'm I, like I want a receiver. Like I yeah. know we got Terry in the third, but I want a receiver like first round, like yes, exactly. Justin Jefferson. Exactly. Like give me yes. that guy right now. Right, right, right. So Justin can, Jefferson, be happy. Shakes. You know, yes, exactly. <laughs> like day one, dog. Immediately, yeah, week yeah, one, day yeah. one training camp, week one of the season. Right. Not just training camp, because we've seen some dogs in training camp. Week one of the season, dog. That's right, what I would right. Yes. Oh, my Wide goodness. receivers can come in, Tate, and they can get going immediately. Yes, sir. Immediately. Yes, sir. So give yes. me that guy. Figure out which, which one of these guys is that, and then give me that one. That's yeah. what I want. For sure. For sure. Yeah, we're on the same page, man. So, you know, uh, that, would, uh, that would be great. And I think then I'd be more excited to watch Carson Wentz play because he would have the best group of weapons he's ever had. And you would have a head coach, an offensive coordinator who chose their quarterback, chose their weapons. And then it, it would, at least at that point, going into the season, it would be mm-hmm. cohesive. It would mm-hmm. be one line where, mm-hmm. where everyone is, should be on the same page. Mm-hmm. So right. that's what I want. That's right. what I want. That's all I want. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, yeah. I, you know, I'm always excited for, you know, I, I guess – I don't know on the Carson Wentz thing, you know, you look at it, but they they put themselves in the spot, but it was a tough spot, Tay. So yeah. I'm a, I'm just rolling with it. You know, I, like the thing is, if they hit, they're gonna look like geniuses. Yeah, if you can, if you can get a, yeah, they would. I agree, and I would love for them to look like geniuses because me too. Like, some positive they deserve energy. it every once in a while. Yeah, please. yeah, just for once because they so rarely look like geniuses. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> if just one time they could on a very public stage in a very right. public way, look, cause people are going to be watching that trade and comparing oh, yeah. any rookie we could have had that we didn't get uh, Matt Ryan, you know, just anything that connects, you know, wherever Baker Mayfield goes, any similar move that could have been made, they're going to be watching. If Wentz has the best outcome of those guys, boom, they look smart. Yeah, he has the worst sure. outcome of those guys. It's going to be real sure. ugly. It's going to be hard for him to fail because uh, the, the plus side about all, like last thing, we haven't talked in a while, but last thing, right, the yeah, plus yeah. side is that if they do, they're going to set the table for Wentz. So yeah. next year, if he, if he fails with this, you're, you're in a hole, but you can get rid of that and you can move up. You got some guys. And then at that point, the weapons are already there. Yeah. You right. just need a guy that can plug in. Right. And that's, and so <laughs> how have you said last thing? Like, right. right. <laughs> This is for real my last thing. All right, that was my last, so go okay, ahead. You okay, can this is my last, last thing. But if you can, like this year, you get you get your, your other weapon, you draft someone level, whatever, you just you add players in the draft, and you ultimately end up this season nine or ten wins and in the playoffs. And Wentz, this season works out where you say, well, all right, boom, we're running it back 2023, right? And I'm assuming at that point you probably don't have your second-round pick, but still you've got your first, your third, whatever. Free agency rolls around. His cap number goes down some. Salary cap goes up, all that stuff. 
I think then you can start to be more aggressive like those contenders. Right. I think that's when you can start to say, all right, hey, we're going full swing now. Right. Like we're just right. going for it all because we believe we've got the quarterback, we've got right. the weapons, so we're just we're going for it now. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that this year you have to get to nine or ten and you have to be the seven or the six seed. Anything less than that is a complete failure. I agree. But but if you get it, that's your step to to just mm-hmm. go big time. And, and swing big so all right so you think the fourth year is go bigger go home yeah i think i think that's what it should be you, you, yeah. yeah maybe that's because year one you took too big a step forward you know right. start to their development maybe a little bit but yeah year three you've got it year three you've got to take that step where now we're above water okay we're above mm-hmm. water boom year four you know now we're, we're standing on the water we're walking on the mm-hmm. water at that point mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah that's what i think tate um that's for real my last thing all right that's good that's good all right cool 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 cool. well thank you for watching thank you for listening as always and uh keep your eye out for more breakdown stuff and more videos this is todd this is tay save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.